Hello and welcome to Denver's monthly real estate podcast, the Denver Homes Market Report. This is Ricky Schoonover of Mode Real Estate, your local realtor and host of this show. You know, this is nearly the end of our third season recording and producing this podcast. Today marks the 11th episode and next month will be our last show of season three as we head into season four. I love doing this podcast, and it has grown leaps and bounds from where I started back in 2020 as we were clamping down for COVID. You know, I started out as a weekly show, but once the COVID restrictions were being lifted, I was finding it difficult to put out a quality show each week. And oddly, my business was about the same, maybe a few different patterns in the seasons and such, but overall, we continued to show and sell homes over the past three years. However, what did change was the fact that we could start traveling again, you know, going out to restaurants and hitting up happy hours. I started to let my podcast slip a little bit, and I decided somewhere in season two that we needed to make this a monthly show where we could really set aside the first Thursday of every month to record and publish our monthly podcast. So the first Thursday, you know, wasn't chosen by accident. The first Thursday allows me time to look at all the data from the previous month and have for you solid, up-to-date information regarding the real estate market right here in and around the Mile High City. Then, of course, if you listen to the show, you know I also work to support the Arts District on Santa Fe, or ADSF. You know, they are an amazing organization doing great work for their members right along Santa Fe Drive there. And I volunteer on the board, and I do my best to help out with the art installations, getting the gallery located there at 858 Santa Fe Drive ready for its various shows. And then First Friday always follows the next day after my podcast. So I'll often give the Arts District on Santa Fe a little shout out as an amazing local organization working hard to support the local businesses, the art galleries, and of course the artists who make the galleries come to life. I hope you'll come out tomorrow night and the First Friday of every First Friday and support the local community. You know, many of you know I have a construction background. My father was a cabinet maker, you know, throughout my life. I remember being little, I mean very little for a young man to be hanging around the cabinet shop. And these would be the days where uh, there was no school for whatever reason, maybe it was the summertime. I was right around maybe nine or 10 years old and there would be a teacher's day or a holiday where we would not be in school. And you know, my father didn't make very much money. Then coupled that with the fact that he was just cheap. (laughs) So instead of finding me a babysitter or having me hang around the house all day on my own, he would often bring me into a shop and he would hand me a stack of scrap woods and he would ask me the various species of the woods and I you know I got to know pine and red oak and white oak and poplar and maple and alder you know there were others as well but as a kid white oak and maple they were pretty much standard for building custom and semi-custom kitchen cabinets at that time and my father's name his name was Bill and he'd hand me a hammer and hand me one that's right he would hand me one 16 penny nail those are the basic like framing nails And he'd tell me, son, it's 10 a.m. We have two hours till lunch. And I want to see how many times you can nail this nail into the wood, pull it out, straighten the nail, and then rehammer it in. And this little exercise taught me so much. You know, first of all, don't start with oak, red oak, or even maple and poplar. Forget poplar. You know, it's nearly impossible to get a nail into. You know, it's a very hard wood. I also learned the textures of the wood and the grain patterns. And I learned, you know, which one splintered more. I learned patience and determination. I learned how to hold and swing a hammer. 
So I'd start the, with the pieces of pine or alder. You know, alder was my favorite. It was light, easy to hammer it into, easy to get the nail back out in pretty good condition. You know, I lost my father at the tail end of uh, 2009 to a heart attack. However, those life lessons I learned at such a young age carry with me today as I'm now into my 50s. You know, I love working on projects. And in fact, I have a rental property over on the edge of uh, the Rhino Arts District. And I'll be going over there later on today to work on a few projects around that house. You know, my father had a favorite hammer. <clears throat> it was made by Vaughn. And this was not the hammer he allowed me to use as a kid. However, when he passed away, my father, I mean, my mother gifted me the hammer. And it's pretty beat up and splintered. However, I have it hung on the wall in my garage. It's mounted high above, you know, so I never use it. But it's there to remind me where I came from and respect the struggles that my mom and my dad went through and the life lessons that I was taught so I can grow and learn from them. Okay, so a little personal history of my upbringing. Uh, you know, I went on to work in the same cabinet shop as my father as a teenager, and I spent eight years working at that shop. You know, my father didn't own the shop. He was on the bench assembling cabinets, and I did all sorts of odd jobs. I started out sweeping the sawdust and cleaning out the table saws. And then as I gained knowledge, I went on to, you know, different departments like face frames and doors, and, you know, eventually I started installing the jobs out in the field. I did this from age 16 till I was about 24, and then age 24, I joined the U.S. Navy as a helicopter rescue swimmer. And I got out of the Navy when I was 30, went back to school and became a realtor in two, uh, 2003. Speaking of realtor, hey, we're recording a real estate podcast, so let's talk real estate here for a minute. Actually, I want to talk about interest rates. You know, if you were going to buy a home today, what would your interest rate be? 3%? <laughs> no, no. Those days are long gone and not coming back for the foreseeable future. So get 3%, 4%, heck, even get 5% out of your head. You know, we have a long way to go before we get back under 5%. <clears throat> the mortgage rates, you know, and the overall bond market has been dealing with these rate hikes pretty well. I mean, inflation is being pretty stubborn and the rate of employment is crazy good right now. I mean, if you want a job, there are probably multiple to choose from. So with this in mind, the interest rates are hovering right around 6%. You know, I had lunch yesterday with my lender partner, Jack Sand Riggs of the Mortgage Network. We met up at the Edgewater Marketplace near Sloan's Lake. It's one of those newer, sort of updated food halls. They vaguely remind me of the shopping mall food courts, you know, they had when I was a kid. However, these are much better quality and great selection of vendors. And I always ask Jack Sand about the rates, you know, she is getting for her clients. And she always laughs at me because every borrower is different. You know, you got credit scores, the type of home, the day you're closing, down payments, credit history, job stability, income, assets. I mean, my goodness. There are many factors that go into what mortgage rate you may get. However, I always try to pin her down at least to an approximate rate. So I can share that with you here on my podcast. And of course, when I'm speaking to potential buyers, right now we are right around 6%. Maybe dip into the high fives, but for most buyers, if you're looking at a 30 year fixed rate mortgage, you got good credit, you're putting down 20%, you're looking right around 6%. We also talked about the home prices. And I was able to share with Jack Sand something from my side of the real estate world. You know, you may also be hearing the home prices are still up 2% over last year. And this may be true for some markets. When you compare last year's February 2022 with this year's February 2023, I'm looking at the data right now, and I can tell you the prices are almost flat. Last year, February, the median price for a home in the Denver MLS was 540,000. 
and then this past February 2023, it was 529,000. So just a slight dip, about 10 grand or so, 11 grand. But here's the deal. Last year, around February 2022, the prices were skyrocketing as buyers were still putting in those crazy offers, you know, $100,000 over the asking price. So what this slight dip is not showing us yet, but I suspect by July of this year, it's going to be very obvious. The prices were much higher in July last year. And this July, it's just a guess, but I bet the median price in 2023 will be significantly lower than the median price we saw in July of 2022. You know, I don't have a crystal ball. So we're just gonna have to wait and see and watch the market here each month you know, on the Denver Homes Market Report. But this will be a great time for you to hit that subscribe button, you know, especially my YouTube channel. But no matter where you listen to my podcast, please hit that subscribe button. You know, my husband's always laughing at me because I don't have a lot of YouTube subscribers. But part of that is because you know, there's nothing on my podcast to really see visually. This is just me talking into a microphone. So all I have is my website logo. You know, I'll work on making my podcast more video worthy and something people can actually watch as well as listen to. However, the Denver Homes Market Report is available on pretty much any platform you choose to catch podcasts. So now we know the rates are holding steady right around 6%. The median home prices are slightly down from last year when we look at February 2022 versus February 2023. And you know what, here's another fun fact. Last year in February 2022, we sold just over 5,900 homes. And then for this past February 2023, we sold just over 47, sorry, just under 4,700 homes. So the volume for sure has dropped. Um, we have a difference of about 1,200 less buyers and sellers connecting and closing a deal but not a huge decrease, but you know, 1200 deals is 1200 deals. It's, it's a noticeable drop in, in number of sales. So what's the takeaway from today's podcast? You know, from a real estate perspective, prices are pretty much holding steady with just a slight drop between 20, February, 2022 and February, 2023. The interest rates right now, right around 6%. And the number of sales have dropped off about 1200 less deals closed in the February of 2020 three when you compare it to uh, February 2022. You know, the sky's not falling. Deals are still being made. You know, we have become much more balanced market. And what I mean by that is, you know, there are certainly situations where it makes sense for sellers to sell their homes. And then on the flip side, even now that rates have gone up, the prices have started to cool. It's giving buyers much better odds at finding a home they really love and still having enough time to actually put some thought into their offer and get an offer accepted, you know, without having to compete with 50 other offers and $100,000 over the asking price, you know, like the craziness we were seeing. You know, those days are gone for now. So with a more balanced market, there are pluses for both sides of the transaction, not just a one-sided seller's uh, market. Okay, well, that's going to wrap up today's podcast. You know, you've been listening to the Denver Homes Market Report. I just launched a brand new website. There are all sorts of tools you can use. Um, I have a mortgage calculator now, a CMA creator, and plenty of information and tools for both buyers and sellers. So please take my new and improved website for a test drive. That's www.denverhomesmarket.com. I hope you'll come out tomorrow night in support of the Arts District on Santa Fe. Make sure you pop into our ADSF Emerging Artist Studio. That's located at 858 Santa Fe Drive. Also right next door is Jeremy's Techniques Men's Hair Salon. He's always happy to see folks walking by and 
giving him a wave as you're walking by. He's busy in there cutting hair. You know, this is once again, Ricky Schoonover, Mo Denver Real Estate. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. Please be sure to hit that subscribe button and I'll catch up with you next month as we close out for our final episode of season three and start looking for our season number four.